0: you finish your yawn thanks (laughs) all right what's up dream warriors welcome back to another episode of a podcast on elm street i'm mark and i'm brooke and this week we are coming at you guys with what we thought was a 2023 movie but it's in actuality a 2022 movie um but happy we did it anyways um we are talking about bones and all this week Yes, all them bones. All them bones. We uh, we had this plan to do this movie uh, to include it on our 2023 horrors list for whenever we do our inevitable Stabbies episode with HMC mm-hmm. and Two Chicks and Horror Cafe, but I don't think we'll be able to use this one.
1: Yeah.
0: But we're both long overdue to watch it anyways. It came out like last November. So, Before we start talking about this movie, though. Let's kick off our booze and news. All right, what are you drinking this week?
1: Uh, this week, I am drinking a Amsterdam Brewery uh, Rockshire Hazy Imperial IPA. It's mm, And it says, All hail the king of hops. So you'll see it's eight and a half percent. So it's a strong beer.
0: Gonna be hoppy.
1: Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking?
0: Uh, something with a little less hops. Um, none. A actually, less hops
1: on the super bed.
0: <laughs> uh i'm drinking just a summer speed apple cider
1: nice because i'm all out of beer
0: <sighs> got like super muggy down here today i don't know if it did for you or not
1: yeah yesterday and today was really muggy i had a headache like all day yesterday and yeah. all night because of it we had a
0: fucking shit ton of rain this morning and then it stopped and then it yeah. was just like disgusting out so yeah. i'm happy to be having this okay what have you been watching
1: uh watching quite a bit still um uh, i just also have to say that movies are officially fucking back <laughs> um yeah i watched uh, the hunt which is a indb movie uh with mads Mikkelsen. uh mm-hmm. really liked it um kind of touchy subject uh bettina really wants you to watch it so you can tell her what you think of the ending (laughs) okay um it is pretty rough especially with you having kids and stuff so
0: oh you're gonna put me through that eh yeah yeah thanks bettina
1: yeah uh but the reason why i say that movies are back is because i went watch barbie movie um Mm -hmm. i I i'm watching oppenheimer next week with uh, my work buddy uh well, yeah, um, I haven't seen the movies that busy and, like, shows sold out in yeah. so long.
0: Yeah, you like, sit front row, eh?
1: Yeah, like, literally, like, even, like my, bu- like, my work buddy went on Tuesday and he said that there are still shows sold out, movies packed. That's crazy. And, like, people are dressing up for Barbie and for Oppenheimer, like, mm-hmm. It's such a big weekend for movies. Uh Barbie is absolutely crushing it at the yeah. box office. Um, so yeah, it, it was it was a fun time. Nice. Uh yeah, Barbie was pretty good. Uh I enjoyed it. It's really funny. Uh Margot Robbie killed it. Ryan Gosling was awesome as Ken. Um nice. yeah, the middle part was kind of boring, but uh I really liked like the Mattel part of it, but um yeah, it was it was good. Very uh nice. Yeah, no uh, a lot of re-watches. Some comedies that I like. Um, watched Transformers Rise of the Beasts. It's on Paramount Plus, and uh, uh, I, I love this movie mostly because <laughs> of nostalgia bias, because I was a huge Beast Wars fan mm. um, in the late 90s. Uh, you know, Cheetor and Rhinox, they were my jam, and it was just so sick to see, yeah. see them in this movie uh you know the movies the stories is typical transformers movie you know it, it, nothing special but i just had a good time with it mm-hmm. um and then watched a new one on Shudder, um we called unwelcome uh <laughs> it says it has goblins in it but it it didn't really have goblins in it except for the very end uh so yeah i i I didn't really enjoy it that much the last like 45 minutes are like a good time but the rest of the movie i don't even know really what happens honestly so
0: yeah i heard it wasn't great
1: yeah the the goblins (laughs) are cool because like they're not like cgi they're they're like they're actors but they they filmed it in like they enlarged the set so it looks like like they're smaller and then they like Kind of cgi their face a bit to make it look like the actors but yeah i don't know i, I didn't really like it that much so hmm. yeah that's it's a cool way to m- do it though yeah exactly yeah that's pretty much it nice oh, would you? um
0: i'm not even gonna pull up my box. i watched one movie okay uh and it was three ninjas
1: from what? way back in the day dude I used I to was, watch those movies so much. Me too, man. Rocky um, loves. <laughs> <Lee>. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> so great. So um, does it hold up?
0: No, unfortunately yeah. not. Uh, I still had fun with it. Like just based on nostalgia alone. Yeah. Um, because like, I still remembered so many parts of that movie. Who's
1: the So there's Rocky, uh, Tom, Tom and Colt. Colt. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I just wanted something light to watch. I don't remember what night it mm-hmm. was, but uh I was browsing through Prime and I saw it on there and I was like, oh this this is gonna be a good time.
1: Are you going to watch the rest of them?
0: Maybe. Okay. Maybe.
1: I mean the third one has Hulk Hogan in it, man. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I had fun with it. Nostalgia. Nice. But uh been reading um playing video games again i kind of finally took a break from apex so i've been playing some other games that i've kind of put on the back burner um i finally beat man of maiden which is one of the dark dark pictures anthology um i'm playing through jedi fallen order and I just re-downloaded Ghost of Tsushima so I can start it over again because I never beat it nice. whenever it first came out. So, yeah, just having fun playing some older stuff. Very I've nice. been reading Stephen King's Fairy Tale. Oh, nice. Which is a lot different than what his mm-hmm. other stuff is. You've already read it, but
1: yeah. like, I'm that having that a first... good time with it. Yeah, me too. Like, I really like the the beginning of it, I think, more than the actual fantasy part. Um, yeah. Just I loved his relationship with uh, with the old guy. It kind of, like, remind me of Up a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, for some reason, it's in the horror section. Like, I think that's just because it's a Stephen King book. Probably. But, I mean, like, there's a couple, like, I, know, I guess, gory scenes, but not mm-hmm. really. I don't know. Yeah. It's
0: more like a young adult, like, fantasy novel
1: mm-hmm yeah it's yeah.
0: more the vibe i'm getting but i'm about halfway through it so nice i'd like to finish it by the end of this weekend
1: yeah we'll see so you need to get going on the ruins
0: yeah i know <laughs> that's pretty much it pretty much it very nice mm-hmm. all right as for news nothing too crazy but i have a couple things um, for our American friends who are able to get Screambox, uh, they're running a Summer Screams promo right now. So if you sign up with the promo code of Scream99, you get it for 99 cents per month for three months. Huh. Jealous because I really, really want <laughs> to be able to have this fucking streaming service. <laughs> I see some of the stuff yeah. that they add to it. I'm just like, fuck me. Yeah uh this is more up your alley for your next section um so maybe i'll wait until after you've done yours and see if you have it on there or not all right um the exorcist believer trailer came out this week i don't know if you've watched it or not no i didn't i wasn't going to but i ended up watching it today at work Mm -hmm. and i have mixed feelings on it but i think it does like it has potential okay i just hope that they don't butcher it yeah I'm not a big exorcist fan like and mm-hmm. i know some people are big fanboys of the the movie and they're kind of pissed that they're redoing this but yeah i don't know i just hope that it's actually a good movie and lastly not horror news at all but it's media news film news physical media news um basically disney has pulled all of their physical media out of australia
1: oh i did see that uh i think films at home yeah tweeted about it or something yeah yeah
0: which is super fucking shitty man so like you know people in australia they can't get physical uh guardians of the galaxy volume three is the last physical media that they'll be able to get from disney so that includes like obviously disney movies marvel movies mm-hmm. uh um star wars movies anything that's under that yeah uh umbrella umbrella yeah
1: that's crazy
0: so shitty i don't know what their reasoning is There's hasn't been like any solid confirmation of reasoning mm-hmm. that i've been able to find but hmm. shit fuck disney but that's all i have for news
1: nice uh, so for 4Ks, um, there's uh, quite a few. Uh, there's one that looked really interesting. I don't have no idea what it is, but it's called Night Screams. Um, and the cover is a barbecue with a hand coming through it, and there's like an eyeball <laughs> and a hamburger on the grill. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, The Boogeyman, uh, from 1980, which I didn't even know that that existed, but
0: they decided that on Shutter actually.
1: Oh, yeah, they did, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh resident evil death island um looks like a animated movie okay. uh the war of the worlds from 1953 Ooh, okay uh teenage mutant Ninja turtles on 4k the oh. uh the not not the one that you're not the trilogy of. nah the johnny Fuck. Knoxville one um okay. yeah probably because the new one got released this week yeah in theaters uh, so I ma- Married an Axe Murderer, which is... I've never seen but a movie I've always wanted to watch. I've yeah. heard great things about it. Uh, Stephen King's Needful Things. Okay. Um, which I just actually picked up the book at a... Uh, kind of thrift shop yeah, sort of thing. Uh, World War Z. Mm. And uh, Criterion movie uh, One False Move, which... Don't know what that is, but has a few people on it that I recognize. So hmm.
0: decent week for it.
1: Yeah. What's um, uh what was the thing you were gonna mention?
0: Uh so Hollywood Dreams and Nightmares, the Robert Anglin story hmm. is now available on Steelbook Blu-ray at Walmart. Okay. But it's a really cool looking steelbook. Um, it has a nice, nice. insert for it. The, the outer casing is really neat. Um, I imagine we're not
1: going to get it. Yeah. I don't know. I found cool it shit. like physical media weird lately, especially in Canada. Like I go to Walmart sometimes and like their movie sex selection is like awful. Like they have more DVDs. That's trash. They have more DVDs than like blu-rays. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. Uh, so they, they didn't have bones, bones and all. I wanted to find it that it went to sunrise records they didn't they didn't have bones and all either not even on dvd so wow yeah it's kind of surprised but mm.
0: yeah our walmart's are shit
1: yeah they are yeah our walmart's and best buys i don't know yeah i don't know i don't know what it
0: is and then you go to sunrise or like uh let's say them same the record Man, and their prices are just astronomical <clears throat> yeah like stupid prices Maybe, uh, maybe they're going to pull a Australia on us too.
1: Wouldn't be surprised.
0: <laughs> That's fine. There's always Amazon. Yep. Yeah. All right. Am I forgetting anything? I don't think so.
1: No.
0: No. All right. It's cute. The theme music and dive on in.
1: Thank you.
0: Like we said in the intro this week, we are talking about Bones and All from 2022. Starting off the synopsis, a young woman embarks on a 1,000-mile odyssey through America where she meets a disenfranchised drifter, but all roads lead back to their terrifying paths and to a final stand that will determine whether love can survive their otherness. I like this synopsis because it literally... Gives nothing away of what the story actually is.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like this just seems like a a regular old drama movie.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Fucking Thelma and Louise type shit. (laughs) Just going on a road trip. Not quite the case. Uh, This movie was directed by Luca Guadagnino. Mm -hmm. Um, He directed Call Me By Your Name, The Suspiria Remake, and A Bigger Splash. It stars Timothy Chalamet, who plays Lee. Uh, he's obviously in the upcoming Wonka movie. Uh, he was in the Dune remake. He was also in Call Me by Your Name,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Lady Boy and Beautiful, or Lady Bird, not Lady Boy, <laughs> Lady Bird and Beautiful Boy.
1: If he was in Lady Bird. I remember
0: him in that. I haven't seen it, so oh, man,
1: it's so good.
0: I've heard. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Russell plays Marin. Uh, she was in Escape Room and the sequel to Escape Room. Um, she was oh, in. Yeah, yeah. She was the main character in those. Uh, she's in Waves, which was a fucking amazing movie. Yeah, came out last yeah. year, or the year before. Uh, she's in Lost in Space, which is a TV show, and Before I Fall. Mm-hmm. And lastly, I'm only doing three because everyone else is kind of just like a very small side character. Yeah. Uh, third one is Mark Rylance who plays Sully mm-hmm. Uh he was in The Outfit which is a great movie that came out last year kind of flew under the radar yeah. not a lot of people talk about it but it's very good so you should watch it excuse me Um, Bridge of Spies, The BFG Dunkirk and Ready Player One I have one honorable mention
1: okay so did I actually I think I know what yours is but Is he a director? Yes.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, David Gordon Green plays one Mm -hmm. of the hillbilly uh, people. Yeah. He is, well, he's directing uh, the Exorcist remake trilogy, and he did the Halloween trilogy that just released the past few years. Yeah. Who do you got?
1: Uh, My honorable mention was uh, Chloe Savini. What? Yeah, she did a deleted scene in the movie. Uh, okay. Uh, but he I guess he I didn't notice, but at the end of the movie, he still had like thanks to her. Um, But yeah, I read in the trivia and she's in the she's in the cast list at the very end. But okay. Yeah, she did. Uh, she filmed one scene and then they took it out.
0: Hmm. Wonder what but, it was.
1: Yeah. But uh, yeah, she's been in like a lot of horror shows. She was in uh, Zodiac. Um,
0: Yeah. <laughs> He was in uh, American Horror Story as well. Yeah, for yeah. One of the seasons. Yeah. Cool. I wonder what her scene was. Yeah. Do you think she was a, an eater or a regular person?
1: I think an eater, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Yeah. All right.
0: Let's talk about the movie.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Um, How much did you know about this movie going into it?
0: Not a whole lot. Like, I knew that I knew that uh, the people that were in it were, like, weird, but I didn't know mm-hmm. what their sort of, like, condition was. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I never watched any trailers or anything like that, so.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, okay. it was kind of...
0: And I didn't listen to Two Chicks' episode on it because I wanted to watch it. Yeah. And then I just yeah. never got around to watching it, so.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I remember watching a trailer, but the only thing I remember from it was it was, like, like, a cannibalistic, like, romance because two chicks did it for, like, I think they did, like, a romance um, month or something like that. Uh, But other than that, I didn't really know much about it. Um, And, uh, yeah, I've been wanting to watch this for a while, and uh, Bettina actually watched it with me. Um, So we were both shocked as fuck uh, during that first what-the-fuck moment (laughs) at the beginning (laughs) of the movie. (laughs) I found it. I not see that coming
0: yeah it had uh sort of like a more serious warm bodies vibe to it yeah like yeah. the whole cannibalistic love story like obviously yeah,
1: that's what my uh co-worker said today like i was describing it to i'm kind of like the plot like roughly mm-hmm. like it kind of sounds like that uh zombie like love story it's yeah. Like, yeah yeah it does actually
0: yeah it's kind of like that mixed with raw
1: yeah yeah that's very accurate yeah <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, like I'm not the biggest, uh, cannibal movie fan. Like I don't like watching them, especially the, uh, like the Italian ones, like mm-hmm. those, you know, uh, cannibal equinox or whatever, like, Holocaust. like those Holocaust, like those ones. I just can't, I don't know. I just, I, I just don't like them. Like I've never seen, uh, the one, um, that, uh, Eli Roth did. Uh, okay green Green inferno i just i always see it on shutter or prime and like i always like stop on it for a few seconds and i'm like (laughs) is today gonna be the day and then it's like no i can't
0: i remember when we first started doing the podcast you tried to watch cannibal ferox Mm -hmm. and i don't think you finished it i didn't know yeah see i've never seen that one because the,
1: the thing is like they they fucking kill real animals in the movie yeah. so it's like yeah, yeah it's fucked up but oh, yeah uh but yeah this movie kind of takes place like you said in the synopsis, it's all across the United States mm-hmm. um I believe in the 80s I think maybe yeah. early 90s yeah it was 80s 80s yeah yeah um so yeah, you kind of meet uh Marin. Um, this name you don't really hear too often. Yeah. Uh, she's like living with her dad. They're kind of poor. They're living, I think, in Virginia to start and uh, living in like a trailer park. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really have any friends because she's moving all over the place and she meets these, this girl who invites her over to a sleepover. She sneaks out of the house. Um, and during this scene, whenever she's like says goodnight to her dad, did he lock the door? On the outside and lock her in. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought so, but I wasn't like hundred percent sure. And then she was like, had the screwdriver to unlock, to take the nails out of the window.
0: Mm-hmm. So me not having any idea of like what the what the story is and whatnot. Yeah. Like, cause the girl invited her over and she's like, no, my dad would never like let that happen. And then he locks her in her bedroom when she goes to bed. I was like, damn, like it's her dad like an abusive asshole because yeah. like he seems really nice like he he teaches her how to drive mm-hmm. and like they seem to have like a nice dinner together and they're kind of yeah. hanging out a little bit and then she goes to bed and you locks her in her room from the outside and i was like what the fuck's going on here
1: yeah
0: yeah but you quickly find out
1: why oh my god <laughs> like we okay let's just set up the scene here uh so she goes through this girl's house. She's like super nice to where like they're, you know, painting nails and they're like under the table, like talking. And the one girl's like interrupting the, the one friend is like, no, stop. Like we're chatting. And like the girl really seems to like Marin. Mm-hmm. And she like paints her nails. And then she's like, Oh, doesn't this smell like something? And then all of a sudden Marin fucking grabs her finger, sticks it in her mouth, and just chews her finger off. <laughs> <laughs> but see, and I went nuts we did not expect that
0: no because like like you said like they're having this nice moment like they're laying underneath a glass table so like the friends can see them still but like mm-hmm. they're laying very close and like they're kind of talking like to each other like their faces are turned to each other yeah and it almost looks like they're gonna like kiss yeah and then when Marin took her finger and like put it in her mouth I was like oh damn like She's not wasting yeah. any time. She's getting hot and heavy with this chick, yeah. and she fucking chomps down.
1: Completely uh, took me by surprise. And like, just the 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 graphics of it, like the graphic mm-hmm. nature of it, like I didn't expect it. Like, you know, this is like a love story kind of yeah. thing, but like, it still has some of that brutalness that Hannibal movies have. Like, she like degloved see- her finger. Oh man, that's so gross. <laughs> oh man poor girl man oh. um so she obviously runs out of there and goes back to the house and the dad immediately is like or, or marin is like oh it happened it happened and the dad like all of a sudden like he knows what to do right mm-hmm. um he starts packing up and they move to uh maryland or maryland now baltimore yeah. yeah um and it's uh may and so they get a new place, you know, it's us like a run-down house, so there's not much in there. And the next day, Maren wakes up, and her dad is gone. Mm-hmm. And he leaves her, her birth certificate, some money, and a tape recorder that plays through the whole movie, and I really mm-hmm. like that aspect of the movie. Yeah. He, like, narrates it.
0: Yeah. Get, like, he gives her her life story from, like, basically <clears> the <throat> very beginning until, like, until now because it's only them and she doesn't Uh -uh. he never discloses what happened to her mother
1: yeah
0: um he never wants to talk about it Mm -hmm. and so in this tape recorder he kind of explains everything
1: yeah and i really like this about movies we talked about it before how sometimes like movies just lay everything out on the table right away and just Mm -hmm. like doing one scene where as this was like written very original and uh, I don't know smart like I like mm-hmm. how it's a tape recorder and she's listened to it through her whole travels and like by the end of the movie she has to get Lee to listen to it with her because she wants him to be a part of it and mm-hmm. like we're learning about her past excuse me and her mom's past as well
0: yeah and so with him leaving her birth certificate she kind of gets a clue of where her mother could be because it has Mm -hmm. her mom's birth address on it or birthplace i should say yeah so this is what kind of sparks the whole road trip yeah i think it's like minnesota i think yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah the uh the canada of the united states (laughs) Yeah. yeah so robin sparkles is no was she from no she's from canada never mind
1: yeah yeah come on man
0: what was i thinking Fargo, Fargo's Minnesota.
1: Yeah. yeah, Fargo's Minnesota. Um so what do you think of the dad? Like do you understand where he's coming from? Like
0: I do but I don't. Yeah. Like regardless this is still your kid yeah. and you've kind of just let her out to fend on her own because you don't want to keep running. Yeah. So I mean like I get it but at the same time like this is your blood yeah and like you should
1: swear to like protect your child Mm -hmm. i mean at least he waited till she was 18 which is fair yeah and like you know he says in the tape recorder and stuff of why he did it and stuff and like he still loves her and stuff but Mm -hmm. just at a certain point like i think he knows it's gonna get worse because of the history of the mother yeah which she never told her so like he did give her a lot of things like just a tape like these three things do help her quite a bit yeah um on her journey but yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of shitty but like i get where he's coming from
0: yeah kind of like on the fence i'm on the fence with it
1: yeah yeah uh and uh her first kill she's on the bus and uh he's telling her in the tape in the tape recorder how her first kill was a babysitter and like just the way he described it like mm. man, you just like picture it happening and it's so sick
0: She was only three i think he said yeah like that's nuts man
1: yeah he walks into like the bathroom and there's like blood everywhere and she's like missing a piece of her neck and he was like worried about her obviously like yeah. the daughter and then she was just sleeping with blood on her face. And at that point he knew that something was up
0: blood on her face. And she was chewing an earlobe.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a description of it. Like he says, like, it looked like, uh, something was pierced through it or could yeah. pierce through it. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: But like, I'm just picturing like Hunter's three, there'd be like him just eating a person. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I also love that she's reading Lord of the Rings. Yeah. i picked up on that. Yeah. 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 Uh, So, yeah, she gets... uh, I'm not sure where she is now, but anyway, she gets off the bus, and this is where we meet Sully. And what was your initial thoughts of Sully?
0: Super creepy.
1: Very creepy, yeah.
0: Super creepy old man that seemed like he had ulterior motives Mm -hmm. like the way he talked to her it was like he was trying to he was saying one thing but meaning something
1: else yeah i just so did you did you trust him at all like no i had super bad shocked with with the ending of him showing back up like that were you kind of like had a feeling that that might have happened
0: no, I was I was shocked at that, but mm-hmm. I wasn't shocked that he found her at that one scene, like at the beginning of the third act, we'll say.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But like for him to show up at the very end, like that, that yeah. took me by surprise.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's a very creepy dude, like Mark Rylance. He's not in this movie very much, but man, he's so good in this movie. Yeah. Like he's very creepy. Um, he's kind of like isn't another eater he she's he's the first one that she's met of her kind mm. and he's like on another level of uh like the tier yeah because he's been doing this i think pretty much since the same age i think like he said he was like nine or ten yeah uh he ate his grandpa at the funeral which is mm-hmm. <laughs> crazy <laughs> um and he can smell her yeah. so he can smell other eaters uh Lee, who we meet in a little bit, he can smell as well, but not as much as him. He can Mm -hmm. smell her from, like, half a mile away or something like that.
0: Yeah, and he can, like, it's even to the extent where he can tell how long it's been since she's eaten. Yeah. Which is crazy.
1: And he can smell people that are dying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which, uh, he takes her to this house, um, and man, I felt so bad for this lady. Like, a lot of the people in this movie that they eat are still alive, like...
0: yeah,
1: They say they're not bad people and stuff like that, but like... Like, uh Sully says he doesn't kill people, but, I mean...
0: <laughs> no, you let here. her...
1: You let her lay there and suffer. Like, she probably had a heart attack or a stroke or something, because she... Yeah. You know, was there all day, just, like, heavily breathing, mm-hmm. and then finally dies, and, you know, he's like... I love the scene in the kitchen and he's like preparing like the cornish hens and he's like telling her what, the, what it is and she's like well you didn't bring me all the way here to have cornish hens and he's mm-hmm. like smart girl and yeah he's telling her like you need to eat and she's like no i don't have to and he's kind of explaining like how the process works like as you get older the more you'll have to eat and feed mm-hmm. um so he's like kind of teaching her the ways uh but he's still creepy
0: <laughs> what was the point of the cornish hens i don't know like why was he preparing all that
1: i don't know maybe the old lady had them out or was going to have them for dinner maybe i don't know yeah but
0: still though
1: <laughs> no yeah, yeah. yeah
0: like i thought <clears throat> what i thought was like he like that's what they were going to eat that night just to kind of tie them over because this this was before we realized that there's a woman mm-hmm. dying upstairs, yeah. So I was like, okay, like, are they just gonna eat raw meat? Is that gonna be uh, enough yeah, to yeah. to tie them over? Because mm-hmm. like he wasn't cooking them; he was just preparing them. Like he he yeah. butterflied them out. He put like seasoning on them, and he put yeah. some fucking lemon juice on it. And yeah. then they go upstairs, and then nothing happens with these Cornish hens. I was yeah. like, what was the whole yeah. point of that? Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah, they go up there. They're kind of. Waiting around for her to die, basically. Um, oh, and uh, the one, the number one rule that Sully says is never eat an eater. So don't eat each other. Yeah. Um, and they kind of have. It almost like the eaters kind of they try and stay away from each other. It seems like yeah, to avoid like,
0: temptation. I think
1: yeah yeah um so the lady died and she goes up the stairs and sully just mouth on her man like <laughs> it's very graphic and like very realistic
0: did uh, his tidy whiteies, and he's just like yeah he's in his
1: tidy and then marin comes in and starts eating too and like man just like imagine that old lady is like a ghost just like they're like <laughs> watching these people eat yourself <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs>
0: It's crazy. Yeah, it's fucked up. And like, the only, like, all I kept thinking about is because after they feed on her, it like kind of pans mm-hmm. out and you see like pictures of like her with her family and shit like that. And I'm just like, yeah, her family's going to show up and she's going to be fucking half eaten.
1: Oh, man. Like, and like it,
0: I don't know. I don't want to say it's like a, a plot hole, but like, you would think that they would get caught at some point. Yeah. Because they don't, like, with this woman, they didn't eat all of her. No. Like, they left a whole bunch of her.
1: Yeah, like, I don't know what they do with her after. Because they lay they lay out, uh, like, tarp or something. So, like, her plastic sheets. So, they must Ooh. clean them up after. Maybe, yeah. And, like, I hope they do. And, like, I think, well, they mentioned later on about the bones and all thing. Um, but I don't know if Sully is one of the bones and all eaters who eats the yeah, whole thing know. but i would hope that they would like get rid of the body because like i was kind of disrespectful obviously like
0: <laughs> i don't think they're worried that much about it
1: but no but i don't know like how did a family member see any other like see the body and it's like oh someone fucking bit a chunk out of
0: grandma's, grandma's arm, arm. <laughs> jeez
1: uh what'd you think of the hair
0: It's so weird, dude. What do you think was
1: in the bag when he brought it out?
0: I didn't really know. I thought it was a head.
1: I thought it was either a head or like some sort of kind of like Necronomicon for like years, like a rule book kind of thing.
0: Okay. Maybe like
1: a diary kind of thing. But yeah, they took the diary and like upped it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, every person that Sully eats, he cuts her hair off and braids it into this Big long braid, and it's like eight feet long now.
1: Yeah, he like hands one end to Marin. He like starts walking. He's like, "See, it's so strong."
0: <laughs> it's so fucked up. He uh, said it helps him remember them.
1: Uh, so yeah, uh, Marin leaves the next day uh, because if Chile kind of tells her like, "Hey, you can stay with me, or you know, you can go do your own thing, whatever." So. Mm-hmm. She leaves on the bus. You know, she goes to Ohio, Indiana. She's going all all around, um, and she ends up at a kind of convenience store, pharmacy type thing. Yeah, and this is where we meet Lee. And uh, I really like Lee a lot. I like his Mm -hmm. character. Um, He has a very different kind of strategy compared to Sully. Like, I don't think Lee, Lee can't. Uh, smell like people dying. So he kind of he lures people and then kills them. And uh, well, he he kills specific people. Like they can't have a family or anything like that, right?
0: Yeah, uh, and he seemed like he goes after assholes. Yeah, like people that he feels deserve to die.
1: Yeah, I did. I didn't think the carnival guy deserved to die, but. I don't
0: know he's kind of a piece of shit to that kid
1: oh uh, yeah actually now that you say that yeah that's
0: kind of uh, that's why i thought he kind of targeted him mm. okay but anyway, and the guy in the supermarket 100 deserved to die <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> it was a piece of shit.
1: uh yeah because baron is like doing something um and then there's like a lady with her kid and then the guy like says something to the girl and then Marin kind of like says something to him. And then like Lee starts like instigating the guy, like, <laughs> you know, leave them alone fucking alone or stuff like that. Like goes up to him, like pretends like headbutt him, like steals his hat or something like that. Yeah. And, yeah I thought it was <laughs> funny. Uh So Marin leaves a few hours later and she sees Lee coming out of like an abandoned kind of school thing across the way. Mm. And he, clearly has blood all over his chest you know (laughs) he's not hiding it at all yeah and Marin kind of goes up to him and they're like kind of chatting you know she's like you know i can see the blood on you (laughs) like i know what you are you're the same as me and uh he steals the guy's truck she like gets in with them and they kind of like become friends ish Mm -hmm. sort of thing
0: yeah travel companions to start
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah. Cause Lee's a drifter too, right? Like he grew up in, uh, yeah, cause he's, uh, uh,
1: Kentucky, Where's he from? Kentucky I think. Yeah. It?
0: Right. Right. Kentucky.
1: Um, yeah, he's been away for, or I forget how many years, two years.
0: Yeah. Like he kind of comes and goes, like he'll go back and visit for a little bit and then he's gone again. Sort of thing.
1: Yeah. Cause he's close with his sister. Yeah. Um, he hasn't have his dad is gone. Uh, and he's close with his sister. Mm-hmm.
0: And he's telling Marin that he needs to get back to Kentucky because he promised he would help his sister
1: learn how to drive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: So it's yeah. like it's like a very wholesome relationship that he has with her.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, they uh they go back to the guy's house that they just ate. Um, and they're kind of chilling, playing like Kiss records, and uh, kind of like learned a little bit of stuff about each other. And then the next day um lee says he's going to kentucky to teach her sister to drive and uh marin comes with him um so i don't know how much money she has at this point like it seems like she's kind of riding the coattails of lee because like he Mm -hmm. steals the money from the people it kills obviously right
0: yeah yeah because even when she was trying to get a bus ticket to get to minnesota she was like the the woman was like yeah it's 83 dollars for a round trip or whatever and then um, Marin was like, well, like, how much will it cost me to get to Columbus? Yeah. So she's kind of like trying to keep her expenses like as low as possible. Yeah. So I don't know wow. how much her dad gave her. I mean, smart.
1: smart I, mean, I, I mean, it seemed like a better deal to go all the way oh, to yeah. Minneapolis, like fucking 50 bucks to go not even halfway. And she could just paid 30 bucks more or whatever. Yeah. But anyway.
0: Take an Uber.
1: <laughs> uh so yeah you meet um his sister uh kayla uh they're like staying at his aunt's house who just passed away um and yeah they're starting to kind of gain a relationship they end up kissing uh and they're kind of traveling around together um to go on this adventure to uh minnesota to find Marin's mom uh, yeah, so they end up in Missouri, and this is where we meet Jake and Brad. Um, <laughs> very interesting conversation. Uh, actually, I wish I mentioned the actor that plays Jake, because um, he's been a lot of stuff too. Uh, hold on. His name. He did look familiar. Yeah, Michael Stolberg. Um, he was also in Call Me By Your Name, but he was in the Shape of Water. Okay. He played uh, one of the doctors there. The main doctors. Dr. Hofstetler, the one that helps them escape. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Strange, Arrival. There's been a lot of stuff. Um, But yeah, so they, Marin and Lee are kind of like at this kind of lake, river kind of thing and then all of a sudden, uh, Jake and Brad show up and Lee is kind of hesitant and then Jake is like oh we're I mean, like we're not here to chase you off for like our territory like we just why have some beer. beers yeah have some <laughs> beers um i really liked that jake and brad like you don't really get too much of them i really like jake like he's just like this fucking hillbilly yeah uh and um he was creepy though he was yeah yeah just like uh, that smile
0: that he had all the time
1: yeah yeah so we kind of find out that Jake is another eater and Bradley is just an off-duty cop that saw Jake eating someone one time and then kind of gained interest in it. <laughs> 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 I love Lee's reaction to it too. Whenever he tells him, he's just like, oh, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> yeah. And Marin's like absolutely repulsed by this
1: yeah because yeah.
0: she's like wait so like you don't need to do this to survive and he's just like no she ends up getting up from the fire and going to the truck
1: yeah because she's like disgusted with it but yeah i mean like it's kind of i don't know it's kind of funny because like they do it then they have no problem with it but i guess they have a reason they have to. To, uh, <laughs> i guess yeah
0: it's either that or they die this guy just chooses to
1: <laughs> yeah um so they get on the conversation. This is where you learn about the whole bones and all thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I think pretty much to like become like a full eater cannibal, like you have to eat a, a whole person. Mm-hmm. That's what I got from this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause Jake says that, it, what does he say? Like it's life changing or it's like, it's almost like a coming of age sort of thing. Like,
1: yeah. And one of them, Mariner Lee, asked him, like, how many people have you ate? And he says, three. And, like, just their face when he, when, like, the reaction when he says that. Like, they're, like, so scared mm-hmm. and disgusted with it. But, like, <laughs> they're the same people, right? <laughs> like, it's, I don't know, it's kind of funny to see, like, like, they're judging other eaters.
0: Yeah. It's a random thought, but I like the color of that beer.
1: Yeah. I painted myself. <laughs> uh, yeah. So in the night, uh Jake and Brad are like passed out, and um Lee and uh, Marin trying to quietly escape because uh, I I think that they think that they're gonna eat them possibly. Yeah. Because Jake kind of does give off those vibes, like they're slowly getting away, and then like Jake wakes up and starts chasing after them. But like,
0: yeah, it was fucked up.
1: I don't know, like if. I don't know. It kinda, he is creepy, so it did seem very like, I'm gonna mm-hmm. fucking hurt you, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, like, Marin, just, like, I think she's comfortable with Lee because they're the same age, mm-hmm. but it seems like every older man that she kind of comes in contact with, she kind of, like, is very distrustful yeah. or distrusting, I guess is the better word. Mm-hmm. I mean, she only comes across two of them. Well, three of them, but... yeah. So, I don't know if, like, if it was her experience with Sully that kind mm-hmm. of turned her off of these two. Yeah. Or if she's got bad vibes. But
1: mm-hmm. I
0: don't know, man. I wouldn't be comfortable around these two guys either. Yeah. No,
1: definitely think, not. Especially the way that, that James looks. <laughs> in fucking overalls. and Yeah. Looks like fucking Josh's cousin.
0: <laughs> From the deep woods of Ohio.
1: Yeah uh so yeah now they uh make their way to idaho and uh they're at the carnival and i don't think it says how often that they need to eat but i think it's just like when they get the urge to do it i think um so yeah they're at the carnival and uh lee sees this this guy he is kind of being a dick to this kid he's like has this like jug game and um me uh lee's and lee goes over and guy you know is like oh is that your girlfriend and you know he's like yeah i just a friend and kind of like i didn't know where i was going with that this mm-hmm. scene and then whenever it like kind of plays out and lee is kind of flirting with him and i was like okay and you know, they do the flirty vibes. They're going to go meet up later. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the scene kept going. And I was like, wait, is Lee, like, gay? Like, <laughs> you know, he's been with Marin and kissing her. But, like, he takes it pretty fucking far.
0: <laughs> yeah, he does. Maybe he's bi.
1: Um,
0: but uh going back to what you said originally, like, not knowing how often they have to eat. They're on the Ferris wheel together and they're making out. And then Lee or uh Marin kind of whispers that she's hungry.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. So I
0: think like I don't know if it's like just like this sudden urge that kind of happens and like they yeah. eat eat then mm-hmm. or if it's like something that kind of builds up like how our hunger does. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like she says it and then Lee's just like on the ball with it.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah they meet up after and the guy like shows up and you know Lee goes up to him is you know touching them and stuff and like they're smoking and then they like go into the cornfield and uh marin like waits a few minutes and nothing happens i was like okay like i thought he would have like went right to killing him Mm -hmm. but then marin's like sneaking around over here suddenly he's here is you know moaning and like oh i'm like oh yeah do it that way and i was like yo is like lee is going off on this guy like what's happening (laughs) and then uh, Marin goes around and like Lee is behind the guy, like just stroking the guy. And I was like, Holy, okay, all right. I mean, he's going this far. I guess he has to kind of make the guy trust him, I guess. But, uh, uh yeah, then he slips the guy's throat. And this scene was really disturbing for me.
0: Slips the guy's throat right as he's coming. It's like, yeah, poor bastard.
1: Uh, but the guy is still alive, like, He's probably in shock and can't really feel mm-hmm. anything, but Lee just starts ripping out his titty, man. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he's just chewing away, and then Marin is kind of hesitant, and then she comes over, and the guy is like fucking still in pain and like alive yeah. technically. Yeah. And they're just going at him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I just yeah, think of that that whole scene. I
0: think it's fucked up too.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, it took me by surprise, like. Mm-hmm. the whole series of events that led up to his death too yeah i yeah. wasn't expecting it um yeah. but i mean like you said like it's one way to get the guy into a secluded area where there's mm-hmm. nobody going to be around yeah um and like he thinks he's a carny so he just assumes that like he doesn't have anybody he's just traveling Definitely. with the fucking carnival
1: yeah he thinks he's gay yeah and well he met so they take his car and it, their thing is they go to the person's house. Cause they had like the wall and stuff and finally live. And then they drive by, they go down to the road a bit and they pull over and they're like, that's weird. Like the lights are on. And then Marin or Lee is like, okay, I'll go look. And Marin's like, no, you got blood all over you. Like, yeah,
0: you I cleaned myself so, up.
1: Yeah. So Marin runs up and they oh, will see, and they see in the window is like a lady holding a kid. And you're like, Oh fuck. Yeah. And Marin comes back and she's like obviously super upset and pissed off and upset at Lee, but I mean Lee is cu- it's kind of fair on Lee's part because he mm-hmm. says he didn't see a ring on him. There was no pictures on his wallet, but then yeah. Marin flips on the visor and you see like the kids and stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was unfortunate.
0: But yeah, and like she's pissed off at Lee because they, they killed a guy with a family, but like Mm -hmm. neither one of them had any way of knowing that this guy had a family whatsoever. Yeah. But like, she kind of pissed me off in this part. Okay. Cause she's blaming everything on Lee. Mm
1: -hmm. Like
0: you killed this guy, you killed the guy with family. Like, no, you were there. You ate the guy too. It's on you as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like he did it for her. She yeah. was the one that said she was hungry. Yeah. So he went out and he found someone who he thought was a good candidate for them mm-hmm. and did what they always do. Yeah. But yeah. Because like she doesn't forgive him for this like until way later in the movie. Like she yeah. keeps bringing it up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're driving around some more. Um the one scene they end up at, I'm not sure where exactly they are, but that's where they end up at the end of the movie. And like the cinematogra- cinematography and like the setting of this movie is like gorgeous. Yeah. Like it's amazing. Like they, they come to this like one spot where it's just like all open field, like small mountains. And they're just like, there's a bracing life. Like they're just, I don't know, man, they're just that was the 80s, I guess. Right. Just,
0: yeah. Yeah. If they weren't cannibals, this would just be like a perfectly normal road trip.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they end up in Minnesota, and uh, I forget how... Oh, Mrs. Kearns, this is her grandma, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So they find Mrs. Kearns' house. um, It's an old lady. And immediately, Mrs. Kearns is hesitant to talk to her because uh, of everything that happened with her mom. She, like, shows her pictures, tells her a little bit about her mom, kind of lies to her, like, leads on that she died. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you find out that her mom was adopted, uh, and her mom is not dead. Uh, she is in a place called Fergus Falls um, in a...
0: Mental let's asylum. call it
1: an asylum. Uh, and she checked herself in, and immediately, like, I... Even from the beginning, I kind of knew, like, okay, hey, I think her mom is probably a cannibal as well. Like, did you have that thought?
0: Yeah, the dad said it in the tape. Did he? Yeah.
1: Oh, I don't remember that.
0: hmm Yeah, he said something. Something about how she was like her mother or something like that. She got it from her mother or something.
1: Oh, uh, okay, okay. Uh. So they get to Fergus Falls, and... I was shocked as fuck when I saw her mom. Look, like, you don't—you only see the one arm. Yeah. As like stub arm, I was like, okay. And then camera pans even more, and she like both arms are gone. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> and you come to learn that like, the mom ate off her arms, so she couldn't hurt anybody. Yeah. Not uh, her whole
0: arms, like kind of halfway up her forearm, kind of. Thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then like the nurse there who has been like with the mom like forever uh is like should i give her the letter and she gives her the letter and the mom had wrote this letter like 15 years ago yeah um and marin is reading it it's kind of saying like uh what does it say like if you get this letter and come to me like i want to stay alive for so i forget what exactly it says but i want to stay alive long enough to 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 do this thing or something something like that yeah and then all of a sudden she just tries to fucking kill marin (laughs) yeah
0: because she said Uh, something about like how the world doesn't deserve monsters like us or something like that yeah 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 that Uh, took me by surprise though
1: it did yeah me too me too uh so yeah marin left and now marin lee are kind of like you know what do we do now um Merit eventually ends up leaving Lee and running away uh, she does leave him some money um but she's at a convenience store gas station and Sully shows up and again very creepy um singing in that song and Sully is kind of going on about like how he couldn't get her get her out of his head and mm-hmm. like he wanted to fall over and stuff like that uh
0: and he says to like something like how like you're you're the age that my daughter would be if i had one yeah and then Marin yeah. says is that what this is about mm-hmm. and then he kind of snaps yeah because like he's making it seem like she's a daughter figure to him but mm-hmm. Marin's getting vibes of like this guy wants to like have a relationship with me yeah and he gets like super offended by that
1: yeah yeah uh, so yeah, Marin ends up leaving him again. Um, she does find Lee again, that kind of like this, like campground type thing. Uh, and they get back together and then they end up in, uh, New England, um, mm-hmm. in Ann Arbor. And it's like, I think it's, is it one year later?
0: Ann Arbor's in Michigan.
1: Oh, so what's, cause I think. Screen, yeah. What's, what state is that?
0: Nebraska.
1: Oh, it might be Nebraska. Because Nevada's MV. They wouldn't be going west.
0: No, because they said they wanted to go back east. Did they? Yeah, so it
1: must be Nebraska. Yeah. Anyway.
0: We're great uh, with the United States geography.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway, so they end up in Ann Arbor. I think it's a year later, right? Yeah. Um, and uh Marin got a job at a university. It kind of seems like you know, they're like very happy together. Um Lee is out and they're at the apartment, and then all of a sudden, fucking Sully shows up, or Marin walks in the apartment, she sees Sully's bag there, mm-hmm. and like she's like obviously confused. And then Sully comes up behind her with a knife and like has it on the bed, and you're like, What the fuck is he gonna do? And he's mm-hmm. like going on about how like he couldn't get her out of his head the day that she left him and I don't, he was a very weird guy because he's like, he's like, don't scream, and because he's like friends don't scream. But like me, and Molly has a knife to her throat. it's like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's like talking to him, and you don't know what he's gonna do to her, but he wants to kill Lee. Like that's his ultimate goal, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Uh, So Lee sneaks in from behind. He throws the bag over Sully's head and gets stabbed in the chest. uh, Lee does. And then during this like altercation, um, they end up stabbing Sully a bunch and he's like not dead, almost dead. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, they drag him into the bathtub and then all of a sudden, Marin just starts digging into his organs and taking them out and it's like oh man it's so <laughs> gross <laughs> yeah yeah and eventually he does die yeah yeah um i thought lee was gonna die honestly he did what do you mean he did Oh, no, he didn't he was at the end of the movie uh, i have thoughts <laughs> really yeah damn fuck
0: So, yeah, like you said, Lee gets stabbed in the chest and it ends up puncturing his lung. Yeah. And Maren wants to take him to the hospital. Lee refuses and tells Maren to eat him as he dies, bones and all.
1: That's what I, okay, that's what I thought. And then because she was like (laughs) sucking on, on his wound and then eating him. And then he says, you know, eat bones and all. And I was like, oh, okay, sick ending. And then it cuts to, like, their spot, and they're, like, naked and holding each other. And I was like, oh, he's alive. Okay, all right.
0: So, I have two theories. My my main one that I think it is is because she ate him bones and all, so now he is a part of her.
1: Yeah, Like,
0: he's inside of her. So, she oh. went back to their spot and, like... Like, so he's not actually there.
1: Ah, uh, man. I'm going to have to rewatch this again.
0: Yeah. That's what I think. Or the less deep meaning version could be that it was just a flashback. Because, like, that was, like, they they made love out there. Yeah. So yeah. it was kind of like a flashback back to that scene originally. Mm. But I think it's because she ate him bones and all so now he is like part of her body fuck
1: now you pulled this on me now I'm, my mind because <laughs> <laughs> i was time. honestly so confused i was like oh i thought he just like told her to eat eat him like bones and all and like it seemed like she did but it didn't show the whole thing so i was like yeah oh maybe because i was like hoping like Cause it like was panned out of them like on the hill, and I was like, "Oh, is he gonna like get a closer shot of like a scar on his chest?" But it didn't, so yeah, damn.
0: That's my theory.
1: All right, I like it.
0: I like it. I want to hear. I want to listen to Two Chicks episode two and see. Yeah, what their thought on the ending was. Yeah, I want to see too because, um, fuck is it. Why is it not here? Because Trent Reznor wrote and sang a song. Oh yeah, for the movie, and that's the song that's playing at the end. So I was gonna see like if there's anything in the lyrics that mm-hmm. would kind of give anything away. I don't know. I can look it up at a different time. <laughs> I just <laughs> this is a funny little trivia, Luca. Guadagnino is Italian, so he is fascinated by Americans' love for corn. But with him not being American, he didn't know how to incorporate it. So in the grocery store scene where Marin and Lee meet, you can see a random display of corn in a metal basket. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shit. But uh, yeah, that's my thoughts on the ending.
1: Okay. Cool. Yep. uh that's the way the blood splatters <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right um before we get into our reviews I just want to say like we did five Bong Joon-ho episodes in a row and yeah. then we did Bo was afraid yeah so like this movie for me was so refreshing to not mm-hmm. have to sit and try and like pick it apart and like think about what the underlying meanings are yeah and i don't know it was just so nice to just sit Mm -hmm. and enjoy the movie yeah i don't know if you felt that or
1: not no now that you say that is a good a good point i mean i've watched a lot more movies since all of that since you but like covering movies yeah yeah yeah.
0: that's what i mean like because yeah like with the Bong Joon-ho, like all of his movies have like some sort of underlying tone to it. Yeah. And then Bo was yeah. afraid it was just a fucking train wreck. That we I didn't had... even know what the <laughs> fuck <is> that. <laughs> that we had to try and figure out. But yeah. Yeah. No, this. I'm very happy that you picked this movie.
1: That no, you're welcome, man. Anytime.
0: <laughs> can, I'll, I'll bring you back.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But with that being said, how did you rate it?
1: Um I after like talking about it, like I I think like I would change my rating, but I'll leave it like how I rated it. Um so for quality, I'll go a nine out of ten. Uh I think like honestly, everything about this movie is almost perfect. Like uh wait, did I say quality?
0: Uh, yeah you said quality
1: okay well i'll I'll reverse it this time uh (laughs) quality i'll go with uh like the cinematography like i said it was like gorgeous like for this being like a horror movie like i just think that the cinematography and the setting of this movie was really well done and gorgeous um the acting was fantastic like you know how to how often do you see like timothy chalamet in like a horror movie like even yeah. when i told my co-worker i was like yeah i had timothy chalamet he's like what in a cannibal movie like what <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah the acting was great i thought the score was like fantastic um the like coloring the uh um i can't think of the word like the uh i'm blanking right now like the gore and like special effects. That's what mm, I'm looking for. There you go. Special effects of the gore and stuff is really well done. Um, mm-hmm. felt very real. Uh yeah. So nine out of ten for quality and for a story, I'll give it an eight out of ten. Um, I really did like the story. I wish we had like kind of more eaters, mm. but I feel like they could kind of expand on this world because like they don't use the word cannibals, they use the word eaters. So I feel yeah. like it's kind of like its own thing, like eaters can smell other eaters and like they have all these different rules and stuff so I feel like they could build on this world if they wanted to Uh, I did like our main characters Sully was cool I just wish we had some more kind of side characters than just our main people Um, but yeah the acting was great Uh, yeah so 9 out of 10 and uh, 8 out of 10 All right.
0: um, this is rare, but it does happen every once in a while. But we have the exact same scores.
1: Hmm. Uh, my like story... letterbox score, like halfway through the movie, and I was like, yeah, "That's probably why I'm gonna rate it you." <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: so yeah, my story obviously eight out of ten. Um, I thought it was really good. It was innovative. It's not necessarily a story like an overall story that we've never seen before, mm-hmm. but they really kind of did it their own way um like I mentioned before it had like a warm bodies mixed with raw sort of feel to it but like for the characters like I felt for every character that was in this movie like Mm -hmm. with Marin, uh she never knew her mother it was only her and her dad um she only ever loved her dad like he was the only person she had in her life and then much like her mother he kind of left her on her own Mm -hmm. um and then with oh fuck One thing we totally forgot to mention during our movie discussion was that uh, Lee killed his dad, killed and ate his dad.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: So that leads into this, too, whereas Lee is dealing with this internal struggle Mm -hmm. of knowing that he killed and ate his own father. um, And now he has this sort of feeling like he needs to protect his sister uh Uh, and then like even sully like i even felt bad for sully like he's a drifter he's on his own he's an old man he's never like loved anybody or anything like that it's always only been him Uh so like everybody is kind of like alone in their own sense so you kind of feel sorry for all of them
1: yeah yeah
0: um which leads me to my next point and kind of counter i don't know what's the word like intuitive Rebutes you, your comment of saying, like, that you wish we saw more of them. I'm happy that we didn't see more of them because it was able to focus the story on mainly Lee and Marin, but like Sully's kind of story too.
1: Okay. Yeah. I get that.
0: So, like, I feel like if they added too many more people into it, that would kind of get mm-hmm. a little diluted. Um, and yeah, quality also gave it a nine. Uh, I can say everything that you said, like the score and soundtrack was really good. I mentioned before Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails. He wrote and sang a song that went with this Mm -hmm. movie. Uh, Cinematography, the scenery, everything was great. The acting was great. But yeah, just all in all, a really good movie. A lot better than I was expecting it to be.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: So happy that we watched it. All right, you guys know our scores. Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they scored it. It's a newer movie, so we have a critics consensus as well as an audience consensus. But, starting with the critics, although its subject matter may be hard to stomach, Bones and All proves a deeply romantic and thought-provoking treat. Based off that, what do you think the critics scored it?
1: I'll go with a... 86
0: oh you're close 82
1: damn
0: average score of earth what that's based on 283 ratings with an average score of 7.4 to 10 the audience consensus depending on whether you've got the palette for this extremely unusual love story bones and all is either a farm to table treat or a revolting waste of time
1: <laughs> all right
0: <laughs> so do you, you want to take a stab at what the audience score was
1: 71 a little
0: more in the middle okay 62 percent
1: wow i was gonna go that low but i didn't think that's surprising
0: it was i was surprised yeah uh that's on 250 ratings and an average score of 3.4 out of 5 or a 6.8 out of 10 wow
1: uh letterbox is slightly higher. It has a 3.7 out of 5. Uh you and I both gave it a four. Two chicks. Uh, I don't. Know, this is their count on letterbox, so I don't know if that's just their average score, but uh three and a half. Uh Jensen, a three and a half, slashing captain, three and a half. Uh Anthony here be monster, uh three out of five. And I think that was it
0: our friends so for two chicks because they did the episode um i'm on their instagram page right now and their individual ratings Mm -hmm. uh tawny gave it a 3.85 out of five and felicia gave it a 3.25 out of five okay so yeah they definitely for letterbox they just kind of balanced out. yeah
1: yeah cool
0: cool all right you ready for the scare section yes sir been a while since we've done one
1: yeah you were hesitant <laughs> to do it
0: i was because like i don't see that like i see this more as like a like a dramatic love story than a horror movie but there is obviously or
1: in it yeah
0: but anyways yeah. You get for the reason rating?
1: like uh the reason like i added the scare section because i'm more of a baby when it comes to cannibal movies than you so that's fair uh yeah for a scare rating i'll go a four out of ten um the movie wasn't scary per se but just the gore and the um uh subject matter is scary to me uh scariest scene um again not really anything scary but the scene where they eat the carnival guy was really disturbing to me just because it it felt and looked so real you can like See his chest skin just come ripping off and like the sounds and stuff, like, yeah, really well edited and like sounded movie made me hungry. Are you <laughs> all right? What the I'm fuck? just kidding, I'm just kidding. Um, and then what do I survive? I think with the eaters that we see, I think I would but we don't know what type of other eaters are out in the world. So in bones and all, I think I would survive. Okay. That's fair. What about you? Uh,
0: my scare rating, I gave it a three out of 10. Okay. Um, like graphically, it was very good. Like you mentioned mm-hmm. um, the special effects were awesome, uh, but cannibalism doesn't have like a huge gross mm-hmm. out factor to me. It does, but yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah um scariest scene i said sully and his tidy whitey bent over munching on an old woman
1: <laughs> nice
0: because <laughs> uh yeah those underwear they didn't leave much to the imagination yeah and would i survive i said if i'm a non-eater i'm sure the element of surprise would get me like i wouldn't be expecting someone to just like mm-hmm. randomly fucking take a bite out of my neck yeah like that poor bastard in the supermarket yeah like this guy was huge man yeah and like yeah people know what timothy chalamet looks like like he's just a scrawny little fucker
1: yeah well even i think he's mentioned in the movie the key jokes is because i think the first encounter Marin says something and like lee says like well i'm like 140 pounds soaking wet like what do you expect or something like that yeah
0: yeah so yeah not really a scary movie but yeah nice nice
1: nice there's
0: horror factors Yep. all right so it's my pick for next week I told you that I'm making sure I pick a movie that there's not going to be any sort of worry if we're having a scare section or not nice uh this is a 2023
1: movie oh shit okay
0: um and I want to talk about Malum
1: I've heard of it
0: it's like a like a reboot or like a retelling of the last shift okay and it looks scary as fuck
1: okay i'm gonna have to watch the last shift because i know you just watched that
0: yeah and that movie's scary as fuck <laughs> so all right all right i've okay. i've been wanting to watch this um so cool. here's here's my excuse to do it already sir Alright, well, that wraps it up. So if you guys want to catch us on social media, you can find us at a podcast on Elm Street on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. And if you click the link in our bio on Instagram, you'll find links to our T public account where we have our merch. There's also a link to our Patreon account if you wish to support the podcast that way. And there's links to our individual letterbox accounts, our Discord server, and anywhere that you can listen to us. Thank you for listening to this episode.
1: Yes. I'm going
0: to go eat eat a nice raw steak now.
1: You go do that. It's like (laughs) 1030 at night. Uh, All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys later.
0: See you later.